Welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Your host, Jeanette Linfoot, talks to incredible people about their experiences and unleashing their full potential. From the boardroom tables of big international business to the dining room tables of entrepreneurial startups, embracing opportunities, overcoming challenges, taking risks, while staying true to yourself is where the magic happens. Hi there everyone, Jeanette Linfoot here. I hope you're having a wonderful day. So what I wanted to talk about today is imposter syndrome and how we can avoid it. Well, first of all, what is it? Why does it happen? Um, And what are the things that we can do to help avoid imposter syndrome? So I don't know if um, you've ever felt feelings like this where maybe sometimes you feel like you don't quite belong or fit into a certain situation. Um, It could be, you know, the way you talk like me with my northern accent that you don't necessarily feel like you belong uh, with your peer group or or feel, you know, people around you. And and sometimes it can, you know, it could be like you're walking into maybe a meeting or something like that. And you just have this feeling of dread in the the sort of pit of your stomach that, oh my God, I really feel like I'm not good enough to be here. So, you know, if you've ever had any of those feelings, well, the good news is you're not alone. (laughs) So, you know, it's, it's actually proven that about 70% of people suffer from what is commonly known imposter syndrome. So, and years ago, they used to think this was more of a condition that women suffered with. But since then, it's actually very clear that it affects men, women um, equally. And it's not necessarily down to, you know, social background or anything like that. So it's a real common problem, um, the old imposter syndrome. Um, and, And I guess, what is it? You know, so I look up the definition actually because clearly I have a good sense of what it is and I know it's something that I've personally suffered with um, over the years. Um, I'm getting better at it now but it's definitely still something that's sort of there really um, and rears its ugly head every now and then. So I was quite intrigued by what the actual definition of imposter syndrome is and essentially imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. And it's all about almost your brain telling you, you know, that you're not good enough, even though the evidence shows that you're doing extremely well or you're making fantastic achievements in life. But somewhere deep down inside, you feel like a fraud. Um, And it was first actually discovered by two ladies, actually two psychologists in 1978. And they were called Pauline Rose Clams and Suzanne Imes. And as I say, when they first did the research, they thought it was something that was more affected by uh, by with women. But since then, all the research shows actually affects men as well. And as I say, about 70% of people say at some point during their life, they suffer from imposter syndrome. So, you know, I guess, you know, the first question is, is, well, why? You know, where does this come from? And there isn't really a single answer for this. It's quite complex. So, you know, there's a whole bunch of reasons why this can manifest in different people. For certain people, it could be down to sort of personality traits, you know, like they suffer with anxiety or neuroticism. 
It could be family or behavioural backgrounds. Sometimes childhood memories can trigger certain things in certain people. Um, it could also be, you know, the environment you find yourself or even institutionalised discrimination, you know, can make you feel like you don't belong. Um, and it's this internal processing in your head that you feel that in order to be loved or lovable, that you have to achieve so it's very complex. There's a whole bunch of reasons why it happens and everyone is different, to be fair. But why is it important? Well, it's important, I believe, because it can be really quite debilitating. You know, if you let this kick in too much and take control of you, you can actually find it really hold you back. You know, so you might not say, go for the promotion at work because you think, oh gosh, I don't, I'm not good enough. I, I'm not going to even even apply because, you know, I just don't feel like I fit into that environment. Or it might be that, you know, you have a dream to start a business, but you feel you're not able to or capable to. Um, so it can be really de debilitating if you let it. So that's why it's so important that we talk about it. One, because it's very widespread amongst people. And two, it can make you feel a bit rubbish, to be honest. And also it can hold you back in life. And, you know, as we all know, I'm all about helping people fulfill their true potential. So it would be a great shame if something like imposter syndrome really stopped you from doing that. Um, so that's why I believe it's so important and just a bit of background really on, on where it potentially comes from. So then we get to the point of, well, what can you do about it? What are the certain things that you could put into place in your everyday sort of circumstances when this pops up that might help? So as I say, there's not one size fits all, but I want to give you a couple of suggestions as to certain tricks and tips that I've used in the past and that certainly I discussed with some of my mentee clients that can help them as well. So there's no magic wand. <laughs> there's no silver bullet for any of this, but this is just some tips to, that might help you. So the first thing really is to acknowledge it's happening um, and that, you know, you recognize those feelings. And, you know, at that point, it's important, I think, just to kind of pause and stop um, and just almost take a more logical approach to things. So when you have that feeling in the pit of your stomach of feeling, you know, not good enough, maybe a sense of panic um, going into a certain situation or, or just generally feeling quite nervous and uncomfortable, um, the first thing to do is recognize what's happening. And then it's almost more logically saying, well, I understand where this is coming from. You know, I, I recognize the source of this. So instead of reacting in the way that your gut instinct would tell you to, you almost pause for breath and say, no, I'm going to rationally choose a different course of action. So first step, acknowledge it's happening. Second step then really is about reframing it. And by reframing it, I'm saying more calmly understand what's happening and then choose a different course of action. Now, at certain times, these might be fleeting moments. You know, you might just have certain points of the day. Maybe you're going into a particular meeting or, or you're having a conversation. Maybe you're trying to close a deal or, you know, convert a sale, um, for example. So they might just be fleeting moments where you have this feeling, in which case you just want to try and kind of quite quickly recalibrate. And that 
that could just be, you know, take a few deep breaths, etc. Or it might be that you're facing a more monumental opportunity or change. So that might require a little bit more space and time uh, just to get yourself into that more, ra- more rational Uh, calm perspective. And I think once you've done that, you can then almost scope out your options. You know, so there could be the choice of that you might normally do. So you might say, oh, I'm not going to speak up in that meeting. Um, Or you could actually, you know, reframe it and go, no, what's the worst that can happen? I am going to kind of raise my hand and get my point across. And that could lead to all sorts of other opportunities coming your way. So by reframing it, calmly looking at your choice of options and choosing the one that you wouldn't normally choose (laughs) when this happens could set you on a completely different path. So that's point number three. The fourth area is I think, you know, if you have people in your network and they could be friends, they could be relatives, it could be your boss, it could be colleagues at work, um, mentors. If you have people that you trust, talk about it. You know, because actually, as I said, it's so common, you'll invariably find that other people have been through similar situations. So by sharing how you're feeling, that in itself is really cathartic. And then you realise, you know, you're not alone. (laughs) Actually, so many people suffer from this. And there are these little tricks and tips that you can put into play to really help yourself. So talk, you know, absolutely talk. Um, And then the other tips I would give you really is try and focus on what it is you're trying to achieve. You know, because if that goal is big enough um, and that it's compelling enough for you to, you know, push yourself towards it, that will help you overcome those feelings of self-doubt and and not being good enough, not feeling worthy. So, you know, if you've got a particular goal, it might be that you want to, I don't know, move house or you might want to be able to uh, retire early or you might want to be able to start a business or, you know, just bring more money into the family so you don't have to, you know, feel like you're struggling each month with the bills, whatever it might be. Remind yourself why you're doing this. Remind yourself, what you're trying to achieve, because that will absolutely give you more motivation to overcome these feelings of of doubt and and this whole imposter syndrome. Um, I think the other thing is, you know, work on yourself, on your personal development. If you're always trying to be a better version of yourself and the more that you read, the more that you kind of understand different perspectives, it's going to help you because you're not going to feel so insular with, with some of this. So again, I think that can really help. And I'm a big believer in kind of healthy body equals a healthy mind. Um, So I'm, you know, if I don't exercise every day or certainly most days, I'm just not on my game. So pay attention to your health and well-being, you know, exercise, diet, all of those things, because that definitely affects your mood, I think. So when you're feeling stressed or you're feeling like anxious, maybe the imposter syndrome is kicking in actually by just taking some exercise and that could just be literally a walk around the block you know it doesn't have to be a massive big thing necessarily um whatever's right for you but if you're exercising it gets you going and it, it you know it releases positive endorphins into your body and that's going to help with any of these sort of negative feelings so so definitely exercise um the other thing i would talk about is is partly it's aligned to the previous point i made in the context of talking to people that you trust but this is more around 
your network really and people you spend time with you know because you can often find sometimes when we spend time with certain people if they're not in a great place and they're a bit negative and the world's against them and they're quite cynical about certain things that can really bring you down so if you're having moments of self-doubt because the imposter syndrome's kicked in the last thing you want to be doing is is surrounding yourself with people that are either similar to you in that sense um, or negative Uh, so you know make sure you're spending time with people that are positive they're going to encourage you they're going to help you achieve you know that vision that we spoke about um, because that can really make a big big difference you know the the people you spend time with is very often the people that you become Um, so it sounds obvious but but definitely have a look at your little network and what I'd say is you know don't be afraid to fail Um, you know I, I quote Arnold Schwarzenegger all the time because I think his perspective and the quote he has which is don't you you can't always win but don't be afraid to fail and I think that is absolutely really important in the context of imposter syndrome because you know as sometimes if you don't feel good enough or you're very doubtful about your capability you worry about what people are going to think they're judging or that you're you're going to fail or you're going to make you know make yourself look an idiot and the reality is that nine times out of ten those things never happen anyway (laughs) that's the first thing but also um give it a go you just don't know what 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 might come from grabbing an opportunity or having a conversation and i often say to myself i don't know if you ever do this but i often say to myself well well how bad can it be you know if i mess up at least i'll have learned something so i think if you can reframe failure in your mind as not failure but learning um you're going to it's going to encourage you to to move forward and if you're taking action every single day even baby steps, doesn't have to be a lot, towards your goal, that is going to build your confidence. It's going to really make you feel much better about yourself. And all of that is going to really help allay this feeling of the old imposter syndrome. So those are just some of the things which I think have definitely helped me over the years. And, you know, as I say, Imposter syndrome, it doesn't, I don't think it ever really goes away if it's something that's sort of there within you. Um, But what you can do is you can manage it. And the more you do this, um, the less those feelings appear. Uh, So practice, practice, practice. You know, there's a whole big thing about repetition here because you can train your subconscious mind. You can, you know, put new habits in place that are going to make sure, make you feel better about yourself and feel more confident. Um, Because at the end of the day, we're all brilliant. We've all got, you know, fantastic things that we can achieve and contribute to our lives and to those that we love and people around us. So we have to remind ourselves of that but if you can practice some of these tools whenever you feel that imposter syndrome kicking in it's definitely going to help you and at the end of the day you know okay we're all human fine to have an imposter syndrome moment but let's make sure we've not got an imposter syndrome life that's just going to hold us back so I hope this has been helpful um as I say it's something that a lot of people suffer with so if you're sitting here thinking oh my gosh yes that sounds like me (laughs) don't worry don't worry because Um, it's very very common but the good thing is you can put these little tricks and tips into your routine that are going to help you Um, so I'm speaking from personal experience um, having 
you know, felt some of this myself over the years, but also from working with lots of incredible people and lots of successful people that when you speak to them, um, you find out that actually, you know, this is quite common. And you'll find that when, if you've been listening to, uh, obviously you've been listening to the podcast, the Brave Bold Brilliant podcast, and through there, the guests that I speak to who are incredible guests, but a lot of them will have had these feelings as well. So I think that's quite reassuring in a way that you're not alone. So have a fabulous uh, rest of the day. Take care. Remember, be brave, be bold, be brilliant. Bye now.